My name's Todd Brown, and I'm here as always with Robert Peake. Hello. And this is the Change Your Game with GTD podcast. Um, our goal in the podcast is to support you in implementing uh, the getting things done methodology to enable you to work uh, more focused, to keep your head clear, uh, to keep your stress levels down, and to increase your effectiveness and efficiency. Um, and Robert, when you and I were, were doing our usual five minutes before the kickoff uh, round robin of what, what should we talk about today, uh, you came up with something which I think was, it's fascinating that we've never dedicated a, a podcast to this topic, which is this idea of, of clean edges, um, which, which pops up in getting things done in a number of different areas. So I, I immediately thought, if we haven't done that now, let's, uh, up until now, let's do it now. Um, maybe I can kick off a little bit and, and talk about uh, my own, uh, as it were, my own journey in clean edges. Um, when I first got exposed to getting things done, the way I understood clean edges was that it was very important for a good organizational system to have clean edges. And so what that means is that the things that mean one thing to you are in one place, identifiably in one place. Um, and in that place are only those things. So you don't have overlap, you don't have multiple things in, in the same place, and you don't have things that mean the same thing to you distributed all over the place, um, conversely. Um, and that made total sense to me. Um, maybe we could start there and just, just revisit kind of, you know, what does it mean to have clean edges and, uh, and maybe as well a little bit of your experience of clean edges in your own system or in the work that you've done with clients? What, what comes to mind as you think about it? Yeah, I think what what comes to mind with me, the first thing that kind of comes to mind about clean edges is in my own experience. Um, there's a cost to switching activities, switching mindsets. Um, you know, my training is as a computer programmer, and um, you know, if you're a good few hours into hot on the tail of that latest bug, and someone comes knocking at your cubicle to chide you for not putting a cover on your TPS report or whatever it is, you really can lose a lot of momentum. So for me, the very first place uh, that GTD helped with clean edges was thinking about different behaviors um, in, in how we work, that it's a different kind of thing to be clarifying what your options are based on email and notes to self and those kinds of things coming at you than it is to be actually doing work um, than it is to actually be thinking about where you want the results of your thinking to show up to you um, in relation to lists or calendar or that kind of thing. So for me, the first place that I really um, felt a benefit from Clean Edges is around the, around the five phases um, of mastering workflow. And my experience with clients often, and particularly clients that are new to the methodology or, or even new to this idea of thinking about how you work rather than just working harder um, is that a lot for a lot of them the very first clean edge is between what's actionable and what's not right that that not people haven't always considered that the the artifacts of the things in their world the emails or the pieces of paper or whatever it is that represents things to them, right? They're all kind of, they're simple, they're physical, but they're symbolic or they're digital. Um, they haven't considered that, that really those fall into two categories, stuff I need to do something about and stuff I, I may need to get back to or may just need to, to bin. So 
that was that was also for me a real kind of major first clean edge and the reason i think i got so much benefit and immediately got so enthusiastic about the clean edges that gtd helps you create is that i you know find it particularly hard to multitask particularly hard to switch focus and attention i really like to be able to get stuck in to a, one type of activity or another and gtd gives us this really great framework for what are the edges between those different types of activities so that that was that was the benefit for me and again that was kind of early on in my adult working life so i feel really really glad to have encountered that but also um you know it is it is a very different way of of thinking about how you think and thinking about how you work for some people it's a real it's a real revelation i think mm. how about you you know you mentioned that you um you started thinking i think from the other side more about the system itself and how that reflects back to you whether or not things are in the appropriate place, right? That the meaning matches the location kind of thing and things aren't duplicated or things aren't spread hither and yon. So you, I think you, you were approaching it more from the, the results in the system, it sounds like. And for me, the benefit I saw was immediately in the, the, the immediate headspace, the ability to either think like a clarifier or think like a worker bee, you know, or, or think like someone that's, think about my future self in terms of how I'm gonna wanna get something out. Is that right? Is that yeah? Yeah, no, that that resonates completely. I th and and I'm, I'm with you. I think it's an interesting question that anybody can ask themselves at any given moment. You know, what am I doing right now? Am I capturing? Am I you know clarifying and organizing? Those things tend to, to tend to happen together. Um, you know, am I am I reviewing something that's going to inform what I do next? Um, so those clean edges completely get you. But but again, interestingly, that was th those kinds of mental clean edges. What activity am I currently engaged in? Right. Those kinds of things came came later to me. And I'm thinking about why that was. And it might have been because I think early on, um, <clears throat> you know, I had like a lot of people in large corporate jobs. I had a huge problem with email. Right. And so I had uh, uh, so it was something like 12,000 emails in my inbox at the time that I got started with GTD. And I remember this idea of clean edges and thinking, you know, if I had a system where it was clear to me, um, for example, uh, what I needed to discuss with the boss, right? So what are the things I need to talk to the boss about? If I had that, if I had uh, uh, an element in my organizational system that contained only those things, that would be a replacement for what I basically had, which was some combination of a bunch of emails in my inbox one of them, you know, six emails down, another four pages down, another 18 pages down, another 23 pages down, right, whatever, um, which represented things I needed to discuss with the boss, plus, hopefully, uh, some recollection that I'd come up with with five minutes to go before the meeting of, oh, my goodness, I've got a meeting with the boss, and what do I need to talk to her about, right? So, so I think it was because, uh, for me, uh, a, a pain point was this sense that I was really overwhelmed by what was going on in my email inbox, quite frankly, that I started to, to or I was so struck by this idea of, you know, a good organizational system would, would have these clean edges. And, of course, by inference, a bad organizational system, my email inbox was a lousy organizational system. It was... And it wasn't just that it was a mix, right? It wasn't just that it was, yes, things I need to discuss with the boss, trash, reference information, stuff I might do something about someday, people I need to call, emails I needed to respond to, right? 
so they were all in there. And the problem with that isn't, isn't that it's untidy, right? That's not the point. The point is it makes it really hard on you when you open your email inbox because you need to re-decide, re-evaluate, re-clarify, if you will, every time you open your inbox, what do these things all mean for me, right? And I remember just thinking, wow, that is so inefficient, right? If I'm leaving stuff in my inbox unclarified with some sort of vague intent that, yeah, I'll come back to this. But if I'm leaving all that stuff in my inbox, then I'm making it really hard on my future self, right? Coming back to your point, you know, GTD is in so many ways being kind to our future selves. And I was being really, really hard on my future self by, by behaving in those ways. Yeah. So that's really interesting. It occurs to me that when you talk about that, that kind of inbox where, you know, the 18th email, the 42nd email, those matter most, what have you, it's for the, any of us that have worked or been involved with kind of IT and the PC world in particular, it, it's a bit like a heavily fragmented hard drive. And anyone that's ever used a PC and had the experience of a heavily fragmented hard drive, um, it's really slow, right? It's just slow and cumbersome. And what is what happens? The IT guy comes in and defragments the hard drive. Gets It literally puts the right things together in the right places on the hard drive. So it's a lot faster. You don't literally that back in the day it was a, a little head that had to spin on a magnetic plate it, it literally would have to jump all over the place to grab one file or one thing that was related to the topic you wanted hmm. so, so like you were doing just that you know with with email further into your kind of mid mid-career discovering gtd so anyway, that, that, that just popped into my head it's my my it I, brain you know? i think the, i think the techies in the audience will be really i, I love that <laughs> metaphor i think that's a great metaphor because it that's exactly what's going on if you've got an email inbox the, 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 that's that's just full of 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 a, of a uh uh an interesting you know collection of various things which have various meanings for you right um, so where else, you know, as we're talking about clean edges, something else that occurs to me is it's not just about the, um, you know, the organization, your organizational system, right, should have identically, uh, uh, ideally clean edges. As you said, it gives us the opportunity to be clear about, you know, what am I currently engaged in? And that has clean edges. And something else that occurred to me, and I, and I um, did a blog about this not long ago, was... This idea that if you think about the the clarifying questions, right, that we encourage people to ask, that gives your thinking when it comes to figuring out what something means for you, that gives your thinking incredibly clean edges, you know, razor sharp questions. What is this? Is this actionable to your point, right? If it is actionable, what's the next action? Once I've got that two minutes, Delegate, defer. If it's not actionable, trash, reference, incubation, right? So that that little decision tree that we go over with people in the coaching and in the seminar, those those clarifying questions, uh, lends lends clean edges to the thinking process that we go through, and uh, when when we clarify things. And again, it's so far away from what most people do when they uh, when they're sort of trying to figure out what something means for them. You know, they're they're fretting and they're ignoring and they're procrastinating and they're not coming to a decision and it's still sitting in the inbox and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's hard on them, you know, it's hard on them. Whereas the, uh, the, the, the clarifying questions allow us to, that because those, those uh, questions have such clean edges, 
it it makes us very efficient and it means that we get maximum return on the mental energy that we invest in making those decisions so that that occurred to me not long ago that was another area in which gtd is is um is uh, it equips us with clean edges yeah absolutely yeah and for me it helps me hold a focus right like where am i in this process because as much as i mentioned that i have a tendency to want to get kind of stuck into things you know that computer programmer sit for nine hours and write a bunch of code kind of kind of mindset i also have a tendency to get distracted funnily enough you know and and nowadays i think people are doing an awful lot of self-distracting as well right the notifications are popping up but also we're going out and seeking out information that may or not be relevant to what we're doing so for me as you said that flow diagram knowing where you're at in the thought process knowing you know what you're doing am i clarifying something right now or I feel like I've clarified all the new inputs. It's really time to go to work was, was really helpful. But another thing that does, the results of that does for me is helps me, I think, as you, as you kind of alluded to, match um, my efforts to what's appropriate in terms of the rhythms of my, of my day, of my week, of my month or my year. Um, and by that, I mean, you know, the obvious thing is if you're if you move around at all physically and everyone that most people go from at least home to work, if not physically, at least hopefully mentally, you know, if you work from home, um, you know, so having at least those two contexts help you helps you kind of say, OK, I'm not going to be unduly distracted by kind of home related things while I'm at work or vice versa. But for me, it gets a lot more subtle than that. You know, there are there are times when it's more appropriate for me to be doing certain types of activities than others based on mood, mental state, last conversation, all kinds of things, right? So learning how to match that, learning how to match what I'm doing to what's appropriate in terms of my own rhythms, both kind of physically where am I and what do I have around and available to me, but also my mental acuity and, and, and other things. Um, has really, really helped me not only be productive, but feel just that sense of relief and ability to kind of settle into, okay, this is this is the right thing to be doing. This is appropriate. I'm within the clean edge, right? And there's a certain security, I think, that comes from knowing that you're within the right clean edge in terms of the the what you're doing and the boundaries of that, that you don't necessarily have to go outside of that. Um, and then and then working within it until it's time to then move on to another clean edge. I think, as you say, the mind trying to do 20 things at once results in, you know, about 5% attention or effectiveness on each of those things at best. Right? So so I think, yeah, there, there's a there's a funny paradox of, you know, you, you, you can get stuck in confidently, but you also um, can the, the confidence comes from feeling an appropriate match it doesn't come from i'm blocking out the world and hoping for the best it really comes from a natural uh, match between kind of the rhythms of life and and these these different contexts and categories so the cleaner they are the more you can say i'm here now i'm right here now in this in this part of my work life process so that for me that for me was was huge you know, as, as you're talking about that, I'm just reflecting on a conversation I had not long ago with someone who's someone that um, uh, that works in a um, uh, works in a trading floor environment, right? So very, very high input, 
And as she was talking about her work, she was describing <clears throat> it's basically all reactive. It's firefighting all day, every day, right? You, there's very little, you know, strategic thinking is, uh, is not rewarded. You know, she said as much as just kind of get it done, get it done as quickly as you can. If you don't do the trade, the client is going to go and do the trade with somebody else. You know, it's just every day was this incredible, uh, everything is coming at you so fast. And it's interesting, you know, as, as uh, I was reflecting on that, I was thinking that that's an environment I know from my previous corporate corporate uh, life. You know, I worked in a big financial institution for a while. And um, and yet, as I, I think as time goes by, more and more of us are living in environments where that starts to become the norm, right? We've got so much coming at us all the time that you know, every study that, you know, that's been done that I've seen recently says that the number of things we have that are, that are vying for our attention, the, those things, the, the number of those interruptions is just going up. A lot of people are choosing to allow themselves to be interrupted, right? Which, you know, again, that's, it's, it's not maybe a surprise because you get a, um, you get a bit of a dopamine hit when you, when you engage with something new, right? And so people don't want to be shut off from the new. And yet what I think they're allowing themselves to do is be, is be, um, I was going to use the word overwhelmed, but that's probably not right. It, it, it's, it's, they're choosing to live in this world where they can be reactive all the time, right? Because that requires, well, quite frankly, in addition to the dopamine, as I was talking about, it also requires, um, it requires less, uh, less high-level thinking about the balance you were referring to earlier, right? Have I got the right balance? Am I really giving everything the right amount of attention? If I can set my life up in such a way that it's, that it's, that I'm in crisis mode, right? A big chunk of the time, then that feels gratifying in a very, in a very strange way. And so again, back to this topic of clean edges, I think one of the things about GTD is that it gives us the ability that encourages us right to uh, to give those kinds of bigger picture considerations um, more thought more thought than the average person gives frankly and therefore to come up with better better choices as we make our way through the day better choices about hey what's to focus on next yeah yeah absolutely so I think I think we're kind of coming to the end the end of our time together I, I'm Curious, you know, if we were going to boil this down and and give folks a couple of, of uh, top tips in this area of clean edges um, to send them away. Now that we're into August, maybe they'll have a little bit more time to focus on their on their ways of working. So, what would we what would we equip them with or encourage them to do? Well, yeah, I think we've talked a lot about the benefits of clean edges. So, one of the ways I know that I'm slipping in terms of that um, is, you know, when I feel that I'm not quite on my game. It's a, it's a bit of this kind of, you know, um, itchy jumper kind of feeling of, hey, you know, I'm, I'm starting to get more distracted than usual. Things feel like, I don't feel like I have a, as clear a sense of where I should be and what I should be doing in each moment. So if you are experiencing that and you want, and you think clean edges could be the issue, um, one thing, you know, one simple thing is make sure um, that in terms of your uh, next action categories, that you don't, as you just as you said, that you don't have duplicates, that you don't have things scattered hither and yon, that the context that you're working out of um, really are discrete. There's not overlap. There's not 
this kind of, well, it feels like it should go about there or maybe here when you go to actually organize the results of your thinking in the five phases model. It really should be, okay, that that's this is what I'm gonna do and that goes here. And it's really clear and confident. So if you're not experiencing that, definitely have a look at your context list. That's a big place where I see people start to blur the edge. Um, and that just inevitably results in this kind of um, slightly itchy, uncomfortable slip, both in productivity and in and in personal uh, headspace. What about you, Todd? What what do you, what's your advice for people trying to create, promote, support clean edges? I tell you, I, what's coming to mind for me, and again, this may just be because I'm I'm aware that in August, for for many people, not for everyone, for many people, the world kind of slows down, and we've got a chance to to do a bit of that higher level thinking. Um, uh, crack out that copy of the uh, of the Horizons of Focus model um, that you got at the seminar and the coaching. Um, you can find it online if you search GTD Horizons of Focus, um, and and what that is another example in in the methodology of clean edges, right? What 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 do I have at the at the what we call the ground level? That's the tactical stuff, the emails I need to send, the websites I need to browse, the conversations I need to have. And then it's a six layer model where as you go higher in the in the model, you go through the projects layer, which are your what do you want to get done by the end of the year, kind of 12 month things. Um, at the next level up, we've got roles and responsibilities. Um, the point the point is that now is probably a really really good time for a lot of people time for a lot of people to be asking questions about what what commitments do i have at each one of those levels right where do i want to be in 3 to 5 years that's kind of a level 4 a level 4 thing horizon 4 thing um you know why am i here why am I here on the planet? If you want to get really into the heavy, the heavy uh, mental lifting of uh, you know, some philosophical questions, you can you can go up to the highest level of the horizons. So um, yeah, again, uh, if your world has slowed down a little bit and you'd be uh, you're you're interested to find out to what extent you've got the right balance and that the in your life and that the things that you're choosing to engage in are leading towards things which are helpful they're, they're achieving the right balance for you overall then i'd say that would be an activity i could uh, i could recommend great yeah great time of year to sharpen the sword for sure indeed. indeed so thanks everyone for being with us today for the change your game with gtd podcast as always our goal in this is to be um, uh, be a, a source of support for you so if there are any topics that you'd be interested in hearing us talk about in the future please by all means get in touch and let us know you can find us uh, at uh, www.next-action.eu and for me and for robert until next time be well we'll see you next time